Uh, this is Joshua. I'm the world's mayor. I look a little bit different than normally because typically I'm over here <laughs> broadcasting behind a green screen. Um, but I want to mix things up. <laughs> Not always do the same thing. And frankly, I didn't feel like putting on a suit today. Um, also, I want to say we're on the Live Mana Network right now. We are a viewer-supported network. Uh, we serve as a foundation and only serve. But we have a lot to offer, a lot of value that we can provide for you. And the easiest way to check that out is just go to livemanaworldwide.org and uh, you'll be able to see our free training there. Take that free training. It's, it's a few hours long. Uh, there's a training hidden within the training. Uh, but that's important because this is going to prepare you uh, for everything that you need to know moving into the fourth industrial revolution. And if you haven't figured out what that is yet, I mean, the president talked about it a few days ago uh, and pretty much said, if you don't know these skills, uh, you're going to be left behind. We've been teaching this for two years, ever since we started our foundation. Uh, and it's something that is extremely personal to me, uh, to us, because we know it's powerful. So please check out that training. Uh, today, we're going to say your attitude is really important. Um, this is a devotional. I love this devotional book. Actually, Jessica got it for me uh, two Christmases ago, the Christmas that we made our commitment and our vow to the Lord uh, to spend eternity together. And um, we have quite the powerful covenant. And it's amazing. And we couldn't have that without our relationship with the Lord. But your attitude is extremely important. I do not, th this is uh, Psalms 40.10. I do not hide your righteousness in my heart. I speak of your faithfulness and salvation. I do not conceal your love and your truth from the great assembly. Despite appearances to the contrary, we are all endowed with a sensitivity that makes us deeply aware of other people's attitudes towards us. For example, you may be introduced to a person who smiles amiably and has a friendly handshake, and yet you instinctively distrust him. 
You can't explain your distrust, but it is there as a reality, and therefore your approach, therefore you approach that person carefully. The fact is that when you meet somebody for the first time, your smile and your handshake are not adequate proof of your sincerity. People pick up your visible, though essential, nature as radio picks up sound waves from the air, and they instinctively know you. When you meet somebody for the first time, your attitude should be one of goodwill and sincerity. When you are involved in an interview with somebody, let your love towards the interviewer replace your fear. Remember the words of scripture. There is no fear in love. Hmm, I like that. But perfect love drives out fear. It's 1 John 4.18. When you find yourself in a situation where you are expected to venture an opinion, let there be no bitterness in your heart so that love may be the dominant emotion. What you feel in your deepest being is reflected far beyond your appearance and the personality that you represent to the world. Approach all people with the attitude of love, even your enemies, and you will be astonished at the joyful and trusting response that you elicit. It reminds me, this tip I heard one time, that especially when you're about to meet somebody that, well, you want you don't like very much, <laughs> somebody that you're want to give a nice knuckle sandwich to or somebody that you just have a bunch of resentment to or whatever. And you know that typically the outcomes of your conversations are, well, not good. And typically, you know that this person triggers you. So when you're communicating with them, before you say a word, you say to yourself, I love you under your breath to yourself, whatever, before you speak. And the words that follow typically are less violent than the words that you would have said before. It's a really good trick. It really does work. I don't know how it works. Can't explain how it works, but it works. So if you're someone like me that has a mouth and you want to respond cleverly in your wordsmith ninja ways of wrecking somebody emotionally with your words, yeah, I'm good at that. I don't want to be. Well, I... I mean, it comes in handy with other things without, you know, hurting people, but that creativity, but it takes more creativity, more skill, more patience, more awesomeness to refrain from saying the things that we want to say sometimes, especially out of emotion. Only through your grace, Lord, my God, is my heart filled with your love that is revealed in my attitude towards my fellow human beings. Nothing is a greater obstacle in your relationships with others than being unable to live with yourself. Well, I got to tell you, it's actually interesting how that ended. We can't love other people until we love ourselves. And part of loving ourselves is making good decisions for ourselves, good choices. But something else that's part, a big part of loving ourselves that I think often gets lost. And that is these resentments, secrets, anger, rage, hostility, lack of trust, keeping and harboring those emotions. Whether you believe it or not, whether you believe it or not, that is an act of not loving yourself. It's robbing yourself of love. 
it sounds weird, right? Because the resentment towards someone else, but if you're harboring that, it's hurting you, not them. The hardest, most difficult thing in the world is to be nice and kind to somebody that you know hates your guts or lies on your name, makes up rumors, lies, deceives you, tries to affect your relationship with your kids. Those things. Sorry about picking my nose there. But it's tough to do. But if you want to check your love meter and how strong is your love, how aligned is your heart with God's heart, with Jesus's heart? Well, an easy thing to do is ask yourself, who am I angry at? Who am I holding resentments towards? Who am I not forgiving? Answer that question, release it, and allow God to pour into your life. Allow God to put in your heart, in your life, what belongs there and quit holding on to what doesn't. Thank you for watching. God bless you. And thank you for your support. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now am found, was blind. Blind, but now I see.